Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And what I am going to walk through with you is um, how and why sales reps get a bad reputation and what it is that we can actually do about it. And so I wanted to start with, and I I actually brought this up briefly in the last podcast, but um, the idea that a sales rep is so good that, uh, oh, this rep over here, they could sell ketchup to a lady in white gloves. So let me, let me walk through that. Um, actually, the other one as well that I said was, uh, you know, this, this sales rep so good that they could sell ice to an Eskimo. And what I want to walk through with you on those things are how do you get so good that you do that? How do you become so good that you can sell ice to an Eskimo or you can sell ketchup to a lady wearing white gloves? And I want to unpack this, but let me give you the, the answer first. Um, and then I'll unpack it. All right. So the answer is you don't, (laughs) okay. You don't do that. That's not real life. Anybody that says that I understand where they're going with it, but you never sell ketchup to a lady wearing white gloves unless for whatever damn reason she needs ketchup really bad. And you don't sell ice to an Eskimo unless the Eskimo actually needs the ice and they can't get it themselves. The implication when people say these things like, oh, this rep is so good, they could do that. You know, he could sell, sell, I forget all the terms, sell water to a, to a guy drowning. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably a bad, bad analogy or a bad, bad example. The idea behind it is that somebody that's so good as a salesperson, they're able to convince the customer to buy a product that is totally counterintuitive and that they don't need. That, when somebody's saying that, when somebody's using those analogies or those examples, what's really happening in those examples, what they're communicating is that this rep is so good, he's able to use psychological tricks to try to get somebody to buy a product that they don't want or need. And that's just, like, that's so dumb. I don't know how else to put it. That's not reality. And even if you were that good, psychologically speaking, to be able to twist somebody into buying something or convince somebody to buy something that they didn't really want or need. That's not a good thing. Like that's a, seriously, if somebody came to me and said, I'm the best sales rep, I can you know, sell ketchup to a lady wearing white gloves. I'd be like, you have no idea what you're doing. You're going to fail in our space if that's your approach. Because you, you never want to sell the customer a product that they don't want or need. Because it's going to come back on you in the end that you did that. And you need your re- your customers to be successful with your products. Like that's how you build a good reputation. You're going to get the reputation that he's just trying to sell me a random product that I don't need. Like, yeah, he was good. He was able to get me to buy it, but doesn't mean that I want to work with him. Right? So if you're selling knickknacks, you're selling random widgets, um, 
in theory, you might be able to get away with it because you don't actually see those customers again. You know, I, I was thinking about, uh, in this episode, I was thinking about the people that sell products in the mall. You know, they're standing at those middle booths. They're selling, you know, knockoff watches or they're selling sunglasses or whatnot. First of all, hats off to them. Like, that's a the fact that they're willing to do that. <laughs> that is not an easy job. Um, but more importantly, would they be able to get away with doing something like that? Where you're trying to, where you're trying to sell a product to somebody strictly hitting on their emotions for whatever reason, or twisting them into something where they're buying a product they really don't need. Like you might be able to get away with it there. And why is that? Well, it's because you don't have to see that customer ever again. You're going to sell them this product, this little widget, this little phone case, they're never coming back to you for service. They're not going to call you up and say, hey, this case broke. What do I do with it? They're, there's no follow-up post. There's no post-sale follow-up on your end. You're just literally selling products to as many people as you can talk to that are walking through the mall. And as soon as you sell one product, you're just going to move on to the next person and try to make another sale. Right? But that's not what we do in our business. Our business is predicated on the fact that not only do you have to sell your customers on products that you have, but especially in the implant world, you're going into surgery with these customers next week when they're going to use it. And your product has to perform and you have to perform in the surgery. So anything, all of those like cliche lines about people that are good at selling, like there is some truth to it, right? I think I've said it before that stereotypes, like they're not always true, but there's definitely some truth hidden in it. The thing about it is that you've got sales reps that are willing to do that. They're willing to do whatever they can to make that short sale. But if that's somebody that's in our space, they don't last. Nobody's going to last in the medical device world, selling products, trying to chase the short dollar, selling a product, excuse me, selling a product or a service to somebody that doesn't need it or selling somebody a product that they had, that they don't actually want or telling it, telling somebody that your product is better than it actually is. And then when they, when they go use it, it doesn't perform the way that you promised, right? That's, that's essentially over promising and under delivering. And that is a recipe for quick failure. You're not going to last. And so I, yeah, I wanted to cover that. I, I had mentioned those two lines in the last episode. And I wanted to unpack that a little bit more because I think that's fundamentally why people have a bad feeling or reps get a bad reputation is that in so many ways or in so many aspects of life, when we as consumers are interacting with salespeople, salespeople are not being professional about what they do. They're trying to sell a product or service to anybody that they come into contact with, even if that person has no need for their product or service. And that's, I get annoyed as a consumer when that happens. And you do too. And that's why it's so important, at least in what we do, that the salespeople that work for us and the salespeople that I've seen that are successful long-term, they're not interested in selling product and services to customers that don't want them or don't need them. They're going to get a lot farther in this business, giving up the short sale, telling the customer that, you know, our product actually may not perform the way you think it would, 
you should maybe stick with your own product for this one. But we have some other ones that I could show you that would probably be an improvement over what you're using. You know, there's the long play in what we do is always going to play out better than the short run. And if you are, if you're somebody that's looking to get into medical sales and you're interviewing for a job, if, if you ever try to use lines like that, because you think you're good at selling, like that's fine, but understand you're probably not going to get the job. I mean, if I'm hiring somebody and they come in, they're like, I'm the best salesman I could sell, you know, I used to an Eskimo. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, you're also not a good person then because you're implying that you're going to sell a product to somebody that doesn't actually need it. And that's not going to be, that's not good for your brand. That's not good for your business. That's not good for your reputation at all. So think about that. Um, I hope that kind of illuminates things for you. Ultimately, what I would love to do is help salespeople in general get a lot better at their jobs. Now, understand that there are more difficult sales roles where, you know, you're just turning and burning and you're just talking to a million people as quickly as you can. And, you know, maybe some of those tactics need to be different. And that's fine. I'm not trying to tell you if you're going to work in, you know, a mall at a kiosk in a mall selling a product, you may not like you, the sales advice that I'm giving is not relevant for you because you're going to have a totally different approach because you have to. But what I'm saying in medical sales is that just because somebody has sales experience doesn't mean that it translates well to what we do. And so you've got to think, or you've got to understand more importantly, what it is that's important for sales professionals to do in our job to be successful. And it's typically not the quote unquote best salesmen that are the best reps that have the biggest territories that make the most money. In a lot of ways, they're not the best salesmen, stereotypically speaking. And, uh, but they care about their customers. They understand the needs of the customers. They have trust and confidence with their customers that when the customer comes to them or when they go to the customer, that it's actually going to be worth value. The customer is actually going to value that interaction. Okay. So, uh, I think that's all I got for you guys today. And, um, thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.